Playing cards too. Okay, for real this time. Went on a few tangents there. I didn't actually discuss playing cards. But I'll try and I'll try and do this now. The problem with poker is this. There's lots of problems with poker. Where to be in. Um, there's no getting away from it. Like, luck plays a role. In the short run, luck plays a role. So, you got to look at things in the long run. Like, in the long run, everyone gets the same cards. In the long run, everyone gets lucky. Everyone gets unlucky. Everyone plays well and wins. Everyone plays well and loses. Everyone plays badly and wins. Everyone plays badly and loses. Like, they're the permutations. The problem is, if you kind of judge your... You can't just judge it by your results. You gotta, you gotta trust the process. Problem number two. Not all poker players are created equally. I was trying to draw a comparison between playing poker and cryptocurrencies. So it's kind of an investment. So you gotta be smart, you gotta be patient. Patience is a huge part of it. Big part of life, patience. But you gotta do your homework. So, I don't know what about cryptocurrencies. Well, I kind of have been reading up on it, by which I mean watching YouTube videos. That's reading to me. Casey reading is just watching YouTube videos. <laughs> Pretty much all I do these days. Usually gym related. Let's not go down that route. Say if you're investing in cryptocurrencies, you do your homework and you kind of, you, you invest wisely and patiently and you don't just you, you gotta have money behind you that's what i'm getting at you gotta have you gotta have a few quid in your back pocket that's what i mean by not all poker players are created equally some players have lots of money some players do not have lots of money when you have lots of money behind you you can trust your process more and you can it removes the fear element that's like one of the biggest obstacles when you're playing cards, the fear of going broke. If you're playing like cash games, which is pretty much used to be like my bread and butter, or tournaments are kind of sit and goes, or say if you play like a house game and the blinds are going up, you got it, you're playing against the clock. Whereas in cash games, you're not playing against the clock. The blinds are always one euro, two euro. So you can just afford to be patient. Um, but if you're, if you're terrified of going broke, if you've got 150 quid in front of you, and the blinds are one euro, two euro, like, and all you do is fret about losing that 150 quid because you can't really afford to lose that 150 quid. No one wants to lose the 150 quid they have in front of them, but you gotta be fearless. Like, that's the game. You gotta be ballsy. You gotta not be afraid at any given moment to shove. And if you don't have money in your back pocket, ergo, you don't have, you're not able to invest properly. Like, you should be only ever playing with, like, a tiny percentage of a bankroll. Like, if you have 150 euro on the table, um, that should only be, like, 2% of your bankroll. 50 times 150, and Jesus, 1,500, 15, so 7.5 grand. So, like, if you've got 150 quid in your pocket, it's like, on your table, on the table, you kind of need to have 7.5 grand in your back pocket. Not literally, but, like, in your bank account. 
Do you know what I mean? Whereas if you don't have money in your bank account and you're not paying with a tiny percentage of your money, then it fucks with your head and you're in a state of fear. Basically, golden rule in life, try not to be in a state of fear. <laughs> That's kind of the problem I have at the moment. I just don't really have enough money to play poker. Uh, you know, we're locked down. This is the third lockdown in the last year. And when we're locked down, I just don't have an income. Uh, I also don't work that much anyway. <laughs> so you kind of, but if I just like, if I was just like, all right, I have a grand, I can afford to lose this grand. I have a grand in my back pocket, I've, I can afford to lose this. This probably is what I should do. I should be like, I'm fucking good enough to do this. I've made thousands and thousands and thousands of euro in my life playing poker. I've made, do you wanna hear this? Fuck it, I'm gonna say it. I've made 25 grand in my life playing poker. And that was pretty much only the years I was playing poker. Like from the age of, from the age of 21, go, up till Australia, I pretty much stopped playing poker after Australia. Is that true? I can't remember. But I, I'd estimate 25 to 30 grand in my life playing poker. And you know, that sounds like a lot of money, but it isn't really when you kind of add up how many hours I've spent in my life playing poker. You know, it's not a great, you'd be better off having a fucking shitty minimum wage job. My point is, I know I'm good enough to make money playing poker. I know that. It's not up for debate, like. And every time I lose, which happens, you know, a lot, I'm like, it, it fucks your head. And you start going, am I doing this right? Am I, maybe I should change my structure. Maybe that was a mistake. It's like, I know what mistakes are. I identify mistakes, I do play badly sometimes. And I know when I play well. And that kind of comes back to the first point. Like, luck does play a role in the short run. Big believe in that 80-20 principle. On a given night, ah, I don't know. Because here's what happened last night. Here's what happened last night. So if you play cards for a few hours, you play cards for like three or four hours playing cash, you pretty much, I'll find it'll usually just come down to one hand. And it'll be like, it's about being patient. It's about, it's about seeing your opportunity and taking it. And you can do everything right and it can not go well. Most hands in poker are unplayable. So you're supposed to play, like a, a good player will only play 20% of hands, which means it's like fold, 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 play. Fold, 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 play. So that's, you know, one in five hands are only playable. So, like, I mean, you're getting king six, fold, jack three, fold, a seven, fold, six, seven, fold. So you're kind of just like, you're pretty much folding most of the night. And then you do get good hands in bad positions and you can't play them or you get yourself in trouble with big hands in um, awkward positions. You run the second best hand into the biggest, that's how you go broke. That's pretty much 90% of the time people go broke because they run a big hand into a bigger hand and that's just, that's just life. So it's kind of, it's about knowing, even if you have a weak hand on paper, I think my hand is pretty weak here, but I think it's stronger than his hand. Find out what your opponent wants you to do and do the opposite. Win a few small ones, lose a few small ones. And then I pick up 
King Queen in middle position. King Queen of Clubs. I raise. And it falls around to the big blinds. Big blinds re-raises. I don't usually call re-raises with King Queen because it's it's a pretty hand. It's like I think it's I think it was suited. It's not really relevant here, but I don't know. I don't usually call King Queen raises, re-raises with King Queen, because you're usually behind. But, uh, you know, it's a pretty looking hand. That's the thing about poker. A lot of the times, the hands are quite pretty looking. Ah, oh, Jack Ten of Spades is my favorite hand. Yeah, it's not a great hand, though. <laughs> no, it looks good, but it actually isn't that good. I'll take pocket threes over that any day. Very aware of this. I've lost lots of money in my life playing with King Queen. I've won one money, won much money in my life playing with King Queen. But it's about position. So when you can kind of like to a higher level, it's about position. So I haven't got time to go into position, but like where you are on the table uh, relative to the button is just it's the most important thing in the game. And uh, if your big blind re-raises you and I'm in middle position, that means after the flop, he'll be first to act, then me. So he'll always be acting before me which is where you want to be. You always want to be acting behind someone because you get additional information. Like they can bet and then you call and then, you know, if they're semi-bluffing and then they miss the turn and they're in trouble and it's the act again, it's scary having someone call behind you, if you know what I mean. Uh, I get to observe what he does. So he, he raises it up and I call. It's a position call. So I've king, queen of diamonds. Flop comes ace, jack, three. Ace, jack, three. Not a very good flop for me on paper. However, if someone re-raises you, it generally means they don't have an ace. Bit of a sweeping statement there, but if somebody re-raises you, it generally means they don't have an ace. There's a few hands that you would re-raise with in um, in bad position. So big blind is a bad position to re-raise in, as I outlined. Um, ace king is a hand that you would re-raise with. Other than that, that's the only ace really you'd re-raise with. Ace queen, arguably the most overrated hand in poker. Not far behind King Queen is also very overrated hand I've got. Um, so the ace isn't a good card for me, but I also think it's not a good card for him. And I'm in position, so he has to act first. Um, hands that you do re-raise with are like pocket kings, pocket queens, pocket jacks, pocket tens, those sort of hands. So flop comes ace, jack, three, I've got king, queen. Not a good flop for me. Oh. A 10 will give me a straight. So I've got it. He bets it. I raise. That's what I do. This is a good raise, actually. He bets I raise. I want him to fold here because I'm semi-bluffing. I'm trying to find out where I am in the hand. He calls, which is bad news for me. Like, if he bets and I raise the flop... I'm, I'm like, I had a pop at it. It's his pot. Pot's quite juicy now. Turn comes. Ten. Ooh, that's my card. 
flop is, sorry, so the board is ace, jack, 10, three. I've got king, queen, I have a straight. Not only that, I have the nut straight. Not only that, there's no flush out there, the board's not paired, I have the stone, wall, nuts. The nuts means that you have the best possible hand you can have. He bets, I go all in. Now this is, this is just like, this is the perfect situation. Whereby oftentimes you will have the best hand, but it's overkill because your opponent has nothing and you don't get paid. Usually when you've got the nuts, you don't get paid. And you're fuming because you've waited all night to get a really good hand. You've got the best possible hand you could have and you just don't get paid. That's just life. But uh, here, I have the best possible hand you can have. He bets it, I go all in. He thinks. And if he's thinking, I was like, oh, I thought he might also have had king-queen. This is amazing news. He doesn't have king-queen. So we're not splitting the pot. If he instantly calls, it means we both have the same hand and we're chopping it up. But he has to think. Now, he's committed a lot to this pot. And it's only a little bit more for him to call. And he thinks about it. And he kind of can't get away from it. He's already put so much money in. He's like what we call no-fold equity. Like he's just valued into it. So he kind of seems to reluctantly call. Which is, I mean, this just can't get any better. Like One more time. The board is ace, jack, ten, three. I've got king, queen. I've got the nut straight. We turn over. He's got ace, ten. So he is... Um, two pair. Um, it's a little bit of a sweat. The pot is now four point five million, which is uh hundred and two hundred euro. Let's just say it's two hundred euro. It's about that. Um, yeah, bit of a sweat. Ace ten. He's two pair, but he's drawn to four outs. Um, how does this work? Basically, there's four cards on the board that I outlined. I have my two cards. He has his two cards. 52 cards in the deck so I can see 11 of the 52 cards in the deck meaning there are 41 cards we cannot see he is four outs there's four cards he can hit two aces two tens out of a deck of 41 giving him 10 to 1 I'm like I'm 91% favorite here comes the river 10 10 hits he's got a full house I lose now that's kind of a bad beat I mean, it's, it's not the worst beat I've ever endured in my life, far from it. It's not the biggest pot I've ever lost in my life, far from it. I've definitely lost much bigger pots than that in my life uh, to much longer odds in my life. He's quite a strong player, actually. <clears throat> actually, the standard is quite good. That's the problem. There's no fish there, really. We're all kind of quite strong, but even still, I would kind of fancy my chances. I pretty much will always back myself at a poker table. I've never been at a poker table where I've thought, mm, I don't know if I can make money here. But anyway, so that's the pot. 200 quid, he takes it down, and that's pretty much all she wrote. I mean, that's just, I mean for like, you know, a total of 100 quid, so it's a 200 quid pot, but I kind of, Basically, I wake up this morning and, you know, I'm 100 quid out of pocket. Problem with 200 quid pot, I know it's not that much in theory. Like, like I say, it's 
you know, pales in significance to some of the pots I was playing 10 or 15 years ago. But uh, the difference over here is that 200 quid, put it into perspective, like my rent is 160 quid a month and I'm not working right now. <laughs> so it uh, kind of stings. Go to the bathroom, just kind of have a little look in the mirror, just be like, come on, like, you, like what do you, what is this? Like, does this never end? Does this never end? I mean, how many times have I been here before where I lose a big pot and I'm like, it's just, it's just so stressful. That's the problem with poker. It's just, like, it never goes away. Like, like, like the, like, that's always, always gonna happen where you're like, oh my god, I like, like, I can't possibly not put all my money in the table when I've got the best possible hand, and you know, I'm ninety one percent favor. I just need to dodge four bullets in a deck of forty one. I mean. <sighs> what do you even say? What do you even say? But it's just it's just that old familiar sting that I like, oh that stings. Could really have done winning that pot. If I win that pot, I'm in great shape for the evening. If I win that pot, I've got like a bit of a bankroll to play around with for the next few weeks. I can play more poker and invest more money, but I just go broke and I'm like Yeah, poker. Just yeah. It never ends.